0: welcome to the Black and White Podcast. I'm Denise Pass along with my co-host Angela Donadio, and this month we are talking about a difficult subject. It is one of those topics people try to avoid because it is such a heated topic in our culture right now. But God has not called us to shy away from controversial topics, but to discuss them with grace, truth, hope, and love, so we can see the influence of the enemy on our minds and souls and rise above with an eternal biblical view. So what are we talking about? Well, this month we're discussing honoring God with our sexuality, the role of sexuality, and the question of gay rights in our culture. In this episode, we will focus on God's original design— Then next week and the following weeks, we're going to lead into a discussion about gender confusion and how to handle the modern dilemma we have about the homosexual agenda. What is a Christian to do? In the last two weeks of this month, we will hear from the author of Messy Grace, Caleb Kaltenbach, the son of two gay parents who
1: became a Christian and a pastor. Oh, so much to discuss, Angela. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Denise. This is such a much needed discussion among Christians and those seeking to find the truth. God doesn't want any of us to be bound by sin of any kind. He wants us to be free to be who he created us to be.
0: Yes, and that freedom sometimes we can mistake what does that freedom mm-hmm. mean? The scripture for this episode is taken from Mark 10, verse 6, the New International Version. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Humans are set apart from all the other animals. We are not just flesh, but spirit too. We do have choices in our behaviors and decisions and can choose to live according to a righteous stand with morals. So, Angela, my desire is to truly not bash anyone. Uh, We're just after truth here, together. But to have a God-honoring discussion that I hope will give better clarity to God's intention in His creation, and to help people on both sides of the fence. Those who don't know how to love and accept people different than them, which everyone's different
1: from everyone, right?
0: (laughs) And those who are struggling to understand God's purpose in their
1: sexuality. Denise, Jesus loved all people, didn't he? And aren't we grateful for that? Recently, I was in Israel and I spoke near the pool of Bethesda where a man had laid paralyzed for 38 years. The scripture says so many climbed over him to get in the waters that they believed offered healing, yet no one ever helped him get in the water. Mm. So Jesus asked him if he wanted to be well, which is an important first step. And he healed him without the use of these so-called magical waters. But he also told him to go and change his lifestyle just as he did Mary of Magdala and so many others. See, Jesus loved people, and that means he never let them remain in their sin. That's not love. God created the world with order, and he defined the sexes at creation. Oh, that is so good. And how amazing that you got to go there. Mm, it yeah. truly was. I can't wait to see. This is for your new book, right? Well, we were, took a team of almost 30 people. My husband and I led a team, but I did film while I was there. But that was not a filming. That was just a place I wanted to speak on mm. because I feel like that story speaks so powerfully that we have to choose to want to be well, and then we have to choose to change our lifestyle when we receive the gift that Jesus gives us. Well, I love that you're saying You know that people didn't help him. Yeah, I mean that cuts to the core. Absolutely, are we doing that in our lives? You know? And shame on us when we're not. Yeah, you know? shame on us for not helping people who we we step over every day. Mm-hmm. Literally, is what happened. What's happening with him, and we have the life giving message mm-hmm. of of the gospel, and and to deliver it in a way that they can receive it. And I think that's why we're discussing what we're discussing today. You know, it just
0: it breaks my heart because when I think about. The fact that God saved me. Mm -hmm. You know, I could have been one of those who... People didn't want to approach because it's a fear of man and it's not wanting to be rejected. Mm. What a focus on self that I don't want to help somebody else see truth. But it's how we share it too. And, you know, this battle of the sexes has been going on a long time, right? Trying to understand the opposite gender is difficult because God designed us so differently. And yet there are so many similarities as well. Both are equal. Both are made in the image of God. Mm -hmm. But we see this struggle today where girls want to be in the Boy Scouts, Mm -hmm. boys want to be able to use the girls' restroom because they want to identify as the opposite gender, or have what they feel are their rights. Some people want to change their gender.
1: Yes, Denise, and it's heartbreaking to see so much confusion. Behind all of that is confusion, and Scripture says the enemy is the author of confusion. Satan's primary tactic is, is to get us to doubt God and to doubt his character and ultimately take matters into our own hands, which is what we're doing when we say, I don't like the way you've made me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to decide my own fate. So the enemy convinces us that we would be happier or more fulfilled with a different life or a different different plan. And this targeted attack on identity is really becoming an Things have become more confusing.
0: Uh, God has such a clear purpose in His creation. He could have made us all the same gender, mm-hmm. but we wouldn't have procreation. That's true. You and I wouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> God invites us to be a part of the gift of life. Part of the beauty of God's creation is our ability to bear children. And this could not happen apart from God clearly creating male
1: and female. I mean, isn't that interesting that God's creation wasn't complete without a female counterpart to Adam? We weren't created to compete with one another, but to complete one another. Mm. Men and women offer unique perspectives and attributes that the other does not. That'll preach right there. <laughs> <laughs> compete?
0: No, it's complete. complete. In addition to God sovereignly creating male and female to be fruitful and multiply, the synonym for the word gender, sex, actually comes from Latin, and it means to divide or separate. God chose to make man and woman, and both resemble their creator. Both are made in the image of God. Man and woman complement one another and represent the image of our God together. Man alone does not represent the image of God. A complete picture of the nature of God is shown through both man and woman. As they unite in marriage, they represent the unity we see in the Trinity. Mm. Such a picture of God to the world is found in
1: marriage. I love this psalm, Denise, where it talks about God commanding his blessing wherever unity is found. Unity is so important to the heart of God. And so the enemy's goal is to divide by any means necessary. God's goal is for peace to rule and love to truly govern our hearts and our minds.
0: Mm. I think a lot of times people think of unity meaning you have to think the same. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think unity is such a sweet place of surrendering and serving one another, True. too. You know, and that's what you see in marriage. It isn't all about you make me happy. And I think we see a lot of self-serving, True. you know, today. Well, unity is not uniformity.
1: Yes. I can disagree with you and still choose to be in unity with mm. you. And that's... That's my conscious decision of how I treat people who may believe or think or act differently than me. We're going to be discussing that over the next few weeks. Great point. You
0: know, each one of us, male or female, exists for the glory of God. Sometimes the battle of the sexes comes out of comparison and thinking that one gender is better than the other, but truly we have the same purpose carried out in different ways. God made us to know Him
1: and to make Him known, as only we can uniquely do, male or female. When we really know who we are in Christ, we aren't threatened by someone else, male or female. We find our identity in Him, and we are able to support others in their calling as well. Some of you may be listening today, and you feel confusion, and you wonder why you don't feel like the gender that God made you. We want to end this episode with Psalm 139, such a sweet reminder that you are wonderfully made. You don't have to believe the lies or the feelings that disagree with the Word of God.
0: Yes, and this is Psalm 139, verses 1 through 18. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. You know, Angela, as we read that, passage and we hear that afresh, just such a vivid reminder that God delights in us. We are wonderfully made. So when you're listening today and you're thinking, really, I feel like I wish I had been born a male or I wish I'd been born a female, you don't want to be anything other than when God made you. He's got a specific purpose and a plan for you that He knew even
1: before the world began, and you are a treasure to Him. Amen. Thank you, Denise. The raw truth is that no matter what our gender, we are equal in value before a holy God who died for us all. The radical grace is that when we feel limited by how we were created, we can remember that our Savior humbled himself to become a human too. And the real hope is that when we trust God in his design and plan, we can know that all of the confusion in this world will one day make perfect sense. You've been listening to the Black and White Podcast where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth.